You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Uh, I'm glad to be here, in, um, in so much as that I'm uh, required by my contract to say that every time. Uh, it's One, one of the hand. best writers I've ever attached to a contract. It's great to record this episode of Iron Fist. Yeah. If any of you listen to the mini-episode... You may recall that I was upset that I was going to have to watch it again. Ben watched it for the first time, and I think now he sees why I didn't want to do it. Hey, Pogues, it would be alright if I had just a quick moment with the audience. Is that alright? Oh, sure. You want to take the audience aside? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I want to take the audience to a quick aside. A quick aside here. Hey, audience. Uh, I just wanted to. Now that Pogues is gone, I just wanted to have a, just a one-on-one and tell you that um, I'm trapped in a basement, forced to do this podcast. Please come get me. <laughs> My coordinates have been coded into the various po- pun-named podcasts I've given out. Just put the letters in reverse order and give them a numeric. No, you'll figure it out, all right? Just We'll go back to the episode now. Hey, Pokes. Hey, uh, we just wanted to I just do a couple plugs for um, this podcast. Yes. So You know, I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. Yep. I'm the one who edits the podcast, Ben. No, 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 You're no, no, no. You're never leaving. I've replaced oh, all the names of your pun podcast with different puns. If people follow those coordinates, they're just going to go to a Denny's. Oh, no. I don't know if it's one of the racist ones, but it could be. Well, but I like Denny's. You see, the reason I said that is not because we're sponsored by Denny's, but what you just did was evil, and I wanted the audience to think you're evil. And then I also did something disliking, just, just dislikable by talking about Denny's. So now... Like the show Iron Fist, there's no one likable for the audience to listen to. That's true. That's true. I, we were talking a minute before we started recording, and I was like, the most likable character in the entire pilot is a homeless guy who owes the ODs. And he has about 40 seconds worth of screen time. He's the most enjoyable person. Yeah. Uh so this is a pilot project. We watched the first episode, the pilot episode, season one of Marvel's now canceled, uh, thank God, the Iron Fist show. Mm-hmm. Um, Which somehow got a second season. Yeah, I think they were just so excited to get to the Defenders, um, which I don't think was enough to save uh, the show. I don't really know enough about this show. I'll be honest with you. Like, like Post just said, I haven't watched anything other than the first episode, and that was just today. Mm-hmm. So if you are a liker of the second season or something, that's fine. People told me to keep going through Walking Dead, and they were all dumb idiots who were very wrong. I can tell so, you right now, it's not worth watching the first season of Iron <laughs> Fist. And from everybody I know who watched the second <laughs> season of Iron Fist, they said, eh, you can just watch the last episode. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, so the first episode of Iron Fist uh, is came out in uh, March 2017. It's called Snow Gives Way. Uh, it is uh, the story of Danny Rand, who mysteriously shows back up in New York uh, in what appears to be um, an episode of uh, a CW show. I want to say, or it feels like an episode of like a USA show about like a corporation, and then just a homeless guy wanders in. Like, I thought that maybe Netflix mislabeled uh, my first episode of Iron Fist as, like, unaired episode of Gossip Girl or something. I was trying to figure it out. But then I think it was maybe just, like, um, the like the, the pre-CGI cut of the first episode of the CW's Arrow. Because isn't it the same plot, if I'm not mistaken? No, that's not this show's fault, potentially. Yeah, I mean, the, for... the two characters have, the, like, an identical origin <laughs> story. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, but, they're all uh, your Bruce Wayne's uh, coming back from nin- ninja training to some degree um, yeah. to enact revenge on a um, mysterious and 
uh, unequivalent enemy because it's just so strange to me. Even though this show didn't, this episode didn't establish a true villain in it other than just some really, really unlikable um, rich people. So you mean uh, just rich people? That's one of my notes I put yeah. down was, uh, wait, their villain is just like an ordinary rich guy. Like it's just like a rich yeah. person that exists in real life. That's not like an interesting villain. It just makes me depressed because I know somebody in real life is like that. Yeah, and it doesn't help that um, that that Tom here, uh, Tom Pelfrey. Oh, that's that's an even better name than Ward Meacham. Um, Ward Meacham sounds like a, a disease you get from like traveling yeah, I in think like so. a Caribbean country. Like you get bit by a mosquito. And like what happened? You're like, I got Ward Meacham real bad. I think you get Meacham in like your armpit, but. Um, but but Ward Meacham has, I think, one of the best uh, 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 cases of what we call rich face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Where he's like, everything's so sharp. Yeah. You know, all these features are too pointy. And, it's, uh, uh, and just something about him is is just, his face is just angular. And and he you, you just want to hit him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in like, I don't know. That's, like, sort of my problem is they keep introducing all the characters, and each person you're like, I like this person. Like, you know, I guess really the only likable person is uh, Colleen Wing. Uh, right. The, the I, I think, half-Japanese, half-Chinese woman who runs a dojo who you get a very small introduction to. And she has a pretty big role in the actual series, but she's think probably that... the only likable person. What's interesting here is what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to... What I'm hoping for in literally every scene of this show, and that never comes, is for them to just go a little farther. Farther, If he's Iron Fist, then I want to see him doing something cool with mm-hmm. his abilities, which he does not do. He does, I mean, if I can run it down exactly, he does a unnecessary taxi cab flip. Which he looks rolls, like crap. Which looks bad. He rolls past four or five guards. In and a then, pretty generic fight scene. And then he kind of like ducks and dodges through a uh, Chinatown like uh parade mm-hmm. and i think that's it yeah yep that's I, definitely it here is like my problem i watched the entire first season this is there's one out of 10 episodes there's one okay fight scene now if you watched luke cage there's like zero good fight scenes but it's about a guy who can't be hurt just kind of letting like you know just kind of like brawling just you know using the fact that he's invulnerable to his advantage this show, like, Daredevil has some of the best fights you will see in, like, a I TV should... show, a movie. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. To then go to this, a show called Iron Fist, about a man who is known as, like, Iron Fist, the immortal weapon, uh, a man who's supposed to be, like, the master of kung fu, and the motherfucker does, like, kung fu, the legend continues with David Carradine kung fu. You know what I mean? It's that just is like, it's so an exciting. excellent reference. Because that's the vibe I got from the whole episode. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Also, um, but what I was getting at earlier with the show not going far enough, is like, even the villains, like, when we, at some point in the episode, late in the episode, discover that, that um, Harold Meacham, a character who we only heard about, like, once, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, we heard about once, and then within three minutes, we're told is dead, and it was supposed to have some sort of impact on us when he's still alive. It's like I don't and know who this person alive, yeah. is. But when when we saw him in this, in what it seems like it could only be described as this weird basement rich person lair, the first vibe I got was like, oh shit, is it really some like Illuminati something? Like, is, is this going to get cool and weird? Turns out no. 
turns out no he's got a bond villain basement i mean maybe there's some illuminati shit i don't know but yeah uh i was hoping for like i was hoping for them to go f- like real weird with it like they show up and they have some sort of like weird like like you know lovecraftian cult and that's and they and they <laughs> they all work together and run company I'm, i was hoping for something cool well i can but tell they're... you they do get somewhere but it's really not that cool and it's the most Damn it. o- it's the most obvious place which is yeah he was brought back to life by the hand yeah okay and he's being that... orchestrated and it's like it's such a lazy tie-in of the hand because like they're also the enemy of the of iron fist and stuff and they were just like setting it up for the defenders and it, it's just like why would the hand bother bringing some random executive back to life just so he can buy land it's like why don't you just take over the company you're like an elite you're yeah. like an assassin's group just keep assassinating the ceos until you get one that'll do what you say feels like uh you don't really need to bring people back to life yeah, that's um, that's pretty much nothing, really. What you just described there, I was really hoping for something weird and like mm-hmm. uh, out of left field, but there's nothing there. And it's just a bunch of, like I said, it's just a bunch of characters from like Gossip Girl, like all being like, "But my dynasty, but my dynasty," yeah. and I just don't give a shit. And so Danny, I was hoping would be some counter to that, but mm-hmm. he's more like I think they thought he was going to be this cool, mysterious stranger, like like a, like a like a like a off off the path Bruce Bruce Wayne, but he's really more like he reminded me more of Robin Williams and Jumanji, where he just doesn't seem to know what the world yes. is anymore. It's, it's also very confusing because, like in Jumanji, you're like a child grew up in a jungle in a board game. Of course, he doesn't understand how the world works. This guy was trained by like monks. He he understands like how theft is. Like he would know that he's if he just walks in looking like a, a homeless person in like super dirty pants and no shoes, no office building is gonna let him go anywhere. I mean, when I was a kid there was no shirts, no shoes, you know? I, I think that's the same thing when he was a kid. It's really weird. It's as if like he doesn't understand that people are gonna think it's weird that he's claiming to be a dead person and that he looks like he's an insane hobo. You know what I mean? It's like go buy like a t shirt go to like a uh, shelter and get like an actual clean t-shirt and some shoes and then go and be like can i talk to harold meacham which is why it, it, it sounds like i mean I, I could see how someone might interpret this as sort of like a nitpicking thing but it's not i mean it makes him dumb like he just he just aimlessly wanders into places to be like but this is my building but this was my house and then people tell him to get the fuck out yeah. and, and he's like hmm well i'll just come back again i guess but this, he, he never does anything clever. He never, like, digs up information that would prove his lineage. He never, you know, like, like you just said, he never attempts to look even remotely yeah. approachable. And this uh, is, like, like the opening when he goes into the building, too, is, like, one of these things where he, like, shows up. And he's like, hi, I'd like to speak to Harold Meacham. He's perfectly nice. I mean, he's dressed not good. And she's like, oh, okay, hold on a second. And then she gets security. It's like, why wouldn't you have just said Harold Meacham's dead? He, he passed away over a decade ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like in a movie where a person just won't say something. But it's like, this woman would not instantly call security. And if security didn't instantly stop this dude when he walked in, you know what I mean? It's like, this building's supposed to be so secure, but they're just like, oh, look at that homeless guy. Let's see what he does to the receptionist first. You know, it's so weird. They right. tried it like, they. I don't know. It's just such a bizarre thing. And then he's, I, I wonder if they'd cast somebody different because I cannot stand the dude who plays Iron Fist. I think he's a terrible choice for Iron Fist. I find the actor extremely annoying. Uh, I don't think he can act very well. So I don't know. Like, I do wonder is I'm like, if they had gotten a better actor, would the show have been as bad? 
And I, think, I don't know. I don't. I think ninety percent of it still would have been because it's about rich people, and I don't give a fuck about rich people. The only good me, rich person's Batman because he doesn't want to be rich. I I I I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't really have a strong argument against that, but I don't find I didn't find anything particularly unpalatable unpalatable about Finn Jones. Uh, as it goes I just, on, it gets worse. Uh, you, maybe that's it. But I just found the writing to be empty. I mean, yeah. like the episode contained nothing. Uh, no hook. There was no real hook. You were a little bit curious about like where he obtained these skills from, but they don't even show his skills that much. Yeah. So he just looks, he looks more like an acrobat than anything. And so you don't really get the idea that he's. I mean, like you you referenced um you referenced uh, uh Nick Fury uh, or, or Luke Cage earlier uh where he's you know I I don't quite remember the first episode exactly, but I definitely recall there being like a big moment in it. You know, moment mm-hmm. where he where he showcases that he, he's a powerful individual. Um, but I don't really, you know, like we said earlier, I don't know what Harold Beecham's up to. I don't really care about his rich son who just seems to be confused about a homeless guy that claims to be his dead, like childhood friend. Like it's, it's odd. I, I, I don't, I don't immediately see him even as a villain. And then when he's, well, he's like a villain spo- in the sense that he's trying to like keep this person from possibly assu- uh, assuming right. like 51% control of his company. And it's like, but for uh, but for seventy five percent for seventy five percent of the show, he's just like, I don't think this is Danny. He yeah. died. That's crazy. And I don't de- I, I don't discredit him for that. This guy a is crazy. It, he he behaves very oddly. He breaks a number of personal boundaries, and he 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 has no claim or legitimacy to what's being said. If if I knew someone when I was eight that died, and I saw them fifteen years later. I wouldn't be able to probably go, that's definitely my dead friend in yeah. that weird beard and, like, Coachella hair. So I don't think it's crazy for the way he reacts, but yet he's the villain. So there really, like, isn't a villain. Yeah, they, they try to set him up as a bad guy in the beginning, but like you said, a homeless man somehow sneaks into a, like, corporate building, shows up, claims to be their dead, you know, a, the relative of, you know, these people that had died in a plane crash. And even though we know... Uh, Meacham didn't like Danny Rand. It's still like a fucked up thing to have somebody come up and be like, I'm your dead friend or whatever. You'd be like, this is a terrible thing to say. Like, even if I didn't like the person, don't like try to trade on the memory of a dead person. But he's just like depicted as being the bad guy. And you're like, but no, up until he realizes that it actually is Danny Rand and then tries to have him killed. He's only doing what any sane person would do, which is like, this guy accosted my sister at her house. She thinks he broke in. Like, he's doing all the right things by trying to get him arrested. It's very weird. It's very weird. And also, um, also, like, I, nothing, like, like we said earlier, nothing he does is too logical or smart, which Mm -hmm. really takes you away from enjoying a character. Like, we like the Punisher, because like the Punisher sh- sh- uh, from the, from the Netflix sh- series, because not just because he blows shit up, but because he's clever, right? Like he works stuff out, he makes plans, he thinks ahead. Like we like that about a character, and a character can be brash. I mean, even Jessica Jones's character is, you know, theoretically brash. Um, our our extra co host, our extra co host, but she manages to still be, you know, uh, relatable and 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 make clever choices. I mean, he just like walks around uh, various scenes in this show and just says, "I want to train here. I want my life back. He's, I want your company." Yeah. 
I want my house. Like, and people are just going, get, please go away. I don't know who the fuck you are. It should have been and called he, Iron Entitlement. <laughs> he doesn't try to, like, explain it. I mean, he must have known other people. He's from yeah. a rich family. He doesn't know two people in the entire city, right? It is like, yeah, there's like a number of things where they're like, well, you know, we can't. He's like, I have no living relatives. It's like, you're telling me there's nobody else related. Like, your parents didn't have parents. They didn't have like a bro- Your dad or your, si- your mom didn't have a brother or sister. or ki- You didn't have, have neighbors cousins. or a nanny or yeah. like grandparents. You didn't have like teachers at school. You didn't have people who like were your security. Like... If you if you're that rich, you have like a lot of hired people. There's just people all over the place. It can't just be two people at the company that your dad used to run. Us? That can't be it. Yeah, it's also like weird because like it's been seven years, so he's already been declared legally dead. So I don't think it matters if he shows back up. I don't think he can get his property back. Okay, like, I think that, that's <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't even know. And then what's really weird is he he tells uh, whatever the kid's name is, uh, Ward. When he's in the car, he's like, I just want answers. And he's like, answers to what? Do you think Ward yeah, knows what, what happened to your fucking plane? He was a 15-year-old kid. He does not have planes work. I mean, I guess that's spoilers the alert. I'm... Guess what? His dad, uh, Meacham, killed Danny Rand's parents. I know that's a shocking twist nobody yeah. has seen coming. Ooh. I just, I, but, but that's the thing, is he has no reason to think there's foul play, based on what I saw in episode one. And he just seems to want to prove that I'm that guy that you grew up with. And they're like, I don't think you are. And he's like, well, I'll try to murder you to prove it. Like, it's, yeah. that's the whole show's motivation. And I, <laughs> there's nothing there. That's also the thing I think is weird is like another example of like bad writing is he shows up and he's like, hey, we used to be friends. It's like one, he knows you weren't, you guys weren't friends. But when the people come up and he's in their office, why isn't he immediately like, all right, I'm going to start telling you things that only we would know. Uh, when we were like 14, we went to like our families had a camping trip and whatever, and a, a bug came into it. You know, like he would have stories that would be like a person wouldn't just know, but at no point does he ever try to tell something. It's just really weird because, like, in real life, if you were trying to convince somebody, like, if I disappeared for like six years and I came up to you and I was like, Ben, it, it's me, Pogues, and you'd be like, I don't know, you know, he's supposed to be dead, I could probably like bring up like eight stories that you would remember, that you would be like, oh, it's got to be him, because there's nobody else who would know those stories, because, you know, we're actual friends. He never tries that. The best he gets is, is like, we're on the same Little League team. It's like, that's not helpful. Like, anybody could know that shit. Like, but he never thinks to say anything to the girl, who clearly seems to be the most, like, thinking it could be him. It's just so weird. It's like such lazy writing. Yeah, and I, I know it's a trope, what we're what you're describing there, of being like, only you and I, you know, saw that, like, that, yeah, like, 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 like that deer when we were camping and, and, or whatever. Yeah. Like, th- there's moments you could absolutely recall, and it's tropey, but, like, that's, that's because it makes the most sense. To be like, uh, we grew up together, and we played Monopoly once or something, it's like, that's nothing, dude. Well, even that would have been something. He just says, we were on the same Little League team, which is like, okay, oh, right, that's, right. that's <laughs> such, bl- like, bland... You have to have some story. Like, did you guys kiss when you were little? Like, something that nobody else would know. That could at least make her be like, wait, let's hear this out. But he gives no information and keeps approaching people in the craziest manner. Like, she comes out of her door and he runs up to her. It's like, at least walk up and be like, hey. Like, don't sprint up to a person as they're coming out of their house. They're going to be on the defensive. And then she has that, like, weird, uh, like, Karen moment, you know, where... 
She's like, I'll make sure that you go to trial and that you serve the maximum sentence. It's like, I don't think you understand how, like, the justice system works. You can't just force somebody to go to trial. Yeah, it's... It's just, like, so weird. And then, like, again, it's just, like, you're you're unlike... And, like, she ends up becoming, I think... I don't even really remember. The show was so bad. I just It's pretty terrible. And something yeah, you pointed I would... out when we were talking beforehand mm-hmm. was uh, you keep talking about how during the entire thing... They keep only showing like this really, which this is something that drives me insane in TVs and TV and movies, where they like start showing a flashback and then stop, and you're like, "Cool, I can't wait to see the same 15 seconds over and over again, so I can get five more seconds of the flashback instead of just showing it to me." There's no extra yeah. impact from having to watch it more than once. This man is literally the Iron Fist. I have so many questions about what that means and how that came to be, and then right as we get to it, it's in this very very long pause filled conversation between joy mm-hmm. and this guy and then at the end of it we fade to fucking black god do you want to know something that's fucked damn up damn it they never show him being trained in kunlun in the entire show wait that that's a, that, that doesn't come up later the entire season there is not one episode that shows him training. There is a extremely small part in which they show him entering the cave where, uh, what is it, Shao Lao, I think is his name, the dragon, mm. uh, the undying. They show him going into this cave and he sees these two glowing eyes, but they never show it as a dragon. That's all they ever show. And at the end, he wants to take, her, him and Colleen begin a relationship and he wants to take her to see it. And they get there. And it's not there because, you know, Kunlun moves. It's only like on Earth's plane for so long. And they get there and it's like gone. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? I was, uh, that was like my biggest complaint is it's just so bizarre. You, you need an origin, like you're, you're doing an origin story series and you have a character with an interesting origin versus like, like it'd be like the Doctor Strange movie. If he's like, my hands are broken. And then he just shows back up and his hands are fine. He's like, I went to these monks. Okay, anyways. And like they just never showed, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well, because he, he mentions the dragon like four times. And you're like, you cannot bring up a motherfucking dragon and not have, not show it or explain what that is. But they yeah, never it's, explain it's, it. It's so weird. It's like in Game of Thrones that they just talked about the dragons. Yeah. <laughs> and just showed shadows of them. No, that's 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 absurd. And I, I was we were, we were I say we were about to to talk about whether or not you recommend people watch this. And I was about to be remotely nice and say that pilot episodes are actually surprisingly hard to rate a show on because uh, even shows I like have bad first episodes. This one's a tough one to even remotely be positive about because it's like a soap opera uh, with a couple of flips in it. It's extremely boring and it's not really worth your time. Uh, but hearing that, I can say definitively. Even if you haven't heard a thousand reviews that have already told you this, I guess the answer is don't watch Iron Fist. I, I would less. say beyond a shadow of a doubt, it is not worth watching. Nothing happens in this season that even matters. Like you could probably start watching season two and it would only take you probably one episode to kind of piece together what happened. He ends up ki- killing Harold. I'm just going to ruin it. Uh, I think Ward dies. I think Harold kills him. He also kills his assistant. It's just really, Harold goes like insane and gets like kind of superpowers and then they have a really boring fight scene. There's one good fight scene when they go to China and he fights somebody doing drunken kung fu. And that's the only decent fight scene. 
and it's just because the guy he's fighting can actually knows martial arts and is it's sure. just danny getting beat up for a while until finally he oh also he can use the iron fist sometimes but when he does he gets like he's like winded for like ever afterwards so he has this the thing which is his literal power he can only use once like a day it's like he has like a refractory period <laughs> like he blows a load and then he's like oof you got to give me a 20 minutes to rest this one out it's such oh. it's so bizarre it looks terrible when they do it he's he becomes he, he's actually like i feel like he gets less likable as the show goes on because he is very entitled which is really weird and it's already like a dicey thing you know iron fist is sort of like one of those things where you're like ah, it's kind of like a white savior sort of thing where he goes to this like all asian mystic place which i guess technically they're not asian because they don't really exist on earth's plane but and he you know he he becomes the guy who gets the iron fist or whatever and you're like okay but then he comes back and it's like a lot of it is just him talking about wanting to help the company and run the company and he wants to get a house and it's just very like you're just like i don't care about any of this and the bad guy is not interesting because he's basically just like a real estate agent for the hand which is not an interesting villain you know it's like being like like watching a james bond movie where it's like he goes after the guy who bought dr no the land that he built his it's like is a evil layer on it's like who gives a shit look marvel we covered this with superman one buying real estate is not a good villain premise we covered this yeah and it's like it's also a shame because it the harold beecham is the guy who played faramir in lord of the rings and is the the narrator yeah 300 he's like a good actor he has a cool voice he's wasted and he's like the whole thing you can tell he's like bad when the way they try to make him seem tough and cool is when he like is mean to his assistant i was like this is fucking garbage man like this is just shit this guy's just a douchebag he's not scary he's just a prick like that's not a good villain but he's like making his person stay until night i don't know it's really disappointing i would definitely say never watch this even if you really thought it would be a good idea don't watch it (laughs) i think i'm gonna have to agree with you on that one so um i would have to say that um i tried to be positive like i said earlier with powered projects because they these typically tend to be negative because uh, palettes tend to be very awkward, stilted versions of what's to come. Mm-hmm. But uh, they usually think... do a better job setting up, though. Like the Punisher, you yes. get the basic idea of the Punisher. Daredevil, you get the basic idea of Daredevil. Jessica Jones, they all build towards you. Like, all right, I get it. Luke Cage is going to go after this this guy who's basically running Harlem. You know, this mob boss who's doing it. All right, I'm with you. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. In this show, you're just literally just like. All right, they put this guy who's kind of a prick in a, a sane asylum. I guess he'll get out because I know he's the star of the show. So it's not an interesting... It's not like you're like, oh my God. And that's the other thing is, did you feel like... Because, all right, the show starts with them playing Ain't Nobody Fresh Enough. Do you remember that old hip-hop song? I guess sure. to try to really play up the fact that he's been gone for 12 years. And then at the end, there when he's having that flashback of the plane crash, they play the song again. And I was like wait, is this supposed to be, like, a moment where, like, they thought people might think that this character was insane and isn't really Danny Rand? Or are they trying to, like... Because the show ends and he's in a mental asylum and they're, like, always having another episode. And I was like, wait, they don't possibly think that someone in the audience is like, oh, my God, is he not really Danny Rand? You know what I mean? It was just so weird. And it's just like, I don't really care what happens from here. I'd rather you just follow that the lady at the dojo and see if she can make enough rent. That seems like a more interesting story. Well, folks, I think I think 
I, I think we can all recommend that people uh, steer clear of this MCU uh, attempted television show. But uh, don't worry, because we're going to uh, announce our next pilot project, which is uh, going to be hopefully better. So we're, we're going we're gonna to be watching uh, the Inhumans now. So, damn, son of a bitch. That's it. I can't do it anymore.